You're getting the most out of being at a game with American Express. The card member entrance, the lounge, and out tip off. See how to elevate your live sports experience at AmericanExpress.com slash with Amex. Don't live life without it. Eligible American Express card required. Benefits vary by card and by venue. Terms apply. An epic matchup between your two favorite teams, and you're at the game getting the most from what it means to be here with American Express. You breeze through the card member entrance, stop by the lounge. Now it's almost tip off and everyone's already on their feet. This is gonna be good. See how to elevate your live sports experience at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Don't live life without it. Eligible American Express card required. Benefits vary by card and by venue. Terms apply. And welcome everyone to our latest Cats Ranks. I'm Andy Katz here for Bleacher Report, NCAA Digital, and March Madness Men's Basketball. In this edition of our Cats Ranks, we're going to look at the top freshmen in the country at this moment in time as we turn the calendar to 2023. We've got essentially two full months left of the regular season into that first week of March uh, before the NCAA, well, for conference tournaments and then the NCAA tournament. So I want to be clear on a couple things. Number one, winning matters. So the names you'll see on this list um the ones more toward the top are on teams that are winning and this is also not a mock draft uh you have to keep that in mind because i know and we do this at bleach report we do mock drafts uh and a lot of look at the nba but this is not a list of the most talented freshmen okay these are the most impactful freshmen on winning teams so i hope everyone can understand that that's the clarification. This is not a draft list because it would be different if it was. There's no question. Maybe not at the top, but certainly in the order of one through 10, it might be different if you were ranking the best NBA talent in the freshman class. That is not what we're doing. So I'm going to start with my honorable mention at this moment in time, a few days into the month of January. Cam Whitmore from Villanova. So Cam Whitmore clearly came into this as one of the best freshmen in the country. Thumb injury. Uh, and, you know, look, they lost games with him out in the lineup. They started to win when he came back in the lineup. And then they lose to UConn, perfectly fine on the road, but then they lose at home to Marquette. So that was one of my decisions as to why Whitmore is not yet up high. Again, not an NBA list. Jarris Walker from Houston had some good moments early in the non-conference, had a big game against Virginia on the road and the win that Houston got, uh, but there's been some inconsistencies. So he made my honorable mention list. Jet Howard from Michigan has been scoring the ball very well, but the Wolverines outside of their second Big Ten game uh, where they handled Maryland quite easily, uh, they have struggled against sort of peer-to-peer uh, competition in their four games in non-conference uh, that matter most. They lost all four. Then they lost at home to Central Michigan. Judah Mintz. A lot of Syracuse fans were on me. Where is Judah Mintz? Well, he would be a deserving candidate, no question, for a top 10 list. But Syracuse has been very inconsistent. I saw this team in person get rocked by Illinois in Champaign. Um, they've had their moments, 
but they've been incredibly inconsistent. Uh, they are not looking like an NCAA tournament right, team right now. And I think that hurts Judamins. Uh, he's having a solid freshman season if you were to look at him in a silo by himself. But you can't do that. You have to look, of course, at the greater picture of where Syracuse is overall this season, ACC, and so on. All right, so those are the four names that I debated whether or not um, you know they should be in the top 10. So now let's start at number 10. Anthony Black from Arkansas. Okay, so Anthony Black right now uh, is part of a great freshman class from Arkansas. Arkansas is 11-2, and 0-1 in the SEC. They just lost to LSU. Black is averaging 12 a game, 5.7 rebounds, 3.7 assists. He's third in scoring. Now, normally, Nick Smith would be on this list. I'm going to tell you right now, Nick Smith is not on this list because he's out indefinitely. We have no idea when he's coming back. He's only played in a handful of games. So I can't put Nick Smith on this list. If this was a draft list, Nick Smith would be in the top three. It is not. He has not played that much because of injuries. So that's, I'm not saying it would have been Anthony Black or Nick Smith, but you're not going to see Nick Smith. You've got Anthony Black from Arkansas. So he checks in at number 10. At number nine, uh, I've seen this player in person, Cason Wallace from Kentucky. We're staying in the SEC right now. Now, Kentucky has been inconsistent. They're 9-4, 0-1 in the SEC. They lost to Missouri. But Cason Wallace has been one of the best defensive players in this class across the country. He's averaging 12 a game, almost 13, 3.7 rebounds, over two steals a game, um, and he's second in scoring. There was uh, one of the games I went to, he had, I think it was Michigan State in that double overtime loss, he had seven steals. So Cason Wallace, um, you know, he's having a really good freshman year for Kentucky. Gamecock, you're seeing Nick Smith is not on here, and you're right, because he's hurt, and we don't know when he's coming back. So those are the facts, okay? This is top 10 freshmen who are playing, who are healthy right now. Sorry. Not a draft list. I'm going to keep hammering that. Um, before we get to number eight, okay, uh, let me take one question, and I'm going to go back and forth. Uh, Willix Greg says, which one of these players do I think will be the best in the NBA? And I will just answer that and say, my gut is either Nick Smith, once he's healthy, or Brandon Miller. We'll see where Brandon Miller is on this list. All right. Let's go to number eight. Again, this is an outstanding freshman player, and this has nothing to do with the NBA. His name, Fletcher Lawyer from Purdue. Purdue 13-1, and 2-1 in the Big Ten after losing on Monday night to Rutgers. Fletcher Lawyer averaging 12 a game, second on the Boilermakers in scoring. Um, before... Cam Spencer hit the game-winning shot by Rutgers. The player who hit the bucket to put Purdue up was Fletcher Lawyer. Freshman. Uh, he has had a number of big-time buckets as a freshman for Purdue. Zach Eady may be the leader in the clubhouse for National Player of the Year, but Purdue did not get to number one or would not have gotten to number one had it not been of the play of Fletcher Lawyer on your screen uh, and to some extent, Braden Smith. 
uh, his classmate. But Lawyer's production is one of the main reasons that Purdue got to be number one. All right, here's where it gets interesting. Number seven, Gigi Jackson from South Carolina. So this was really hard for me because, again, and I'm going to sound repetitive, if I were doing a ranking of talent, Gigi Jackson would have to be in the top three or four without question. The problem is South Carolina is seven and six, now starting the SEC, and they've been woefully inconsistent. They're not going to be an NCAA tournament team unless they win the SEC tournament. But Gigi Jackson's done his part. He's averaging 17 and a 7. Um, so Gigi Jackson, you feel like they have to be on this list. He has to be on this list because he has produced on a mediocre team. A young team, but a mediocre team. So, you know, I, I really went back and forth of where to put him. So Gigi Jackson checks in at number 7. Um, we're going to take some questions here as we move to the six here momentarily. Um, let me go to six and then we will go to some questions here. At number six, this is a player that I don't think anyone in the country had being on any kind of list like this at the start of the season, not just because of who he was, where he came out of but also because who he was supposed to be playing behind. Donovan Klingon from UConn. Playing behind Adama Sonogo. But he was the MVP. I was there. His productivity was phenomenal. MVP of the PK Invitational in Portland. Really, the tournament sort of catapulted the Huskies to being a top-five team. Uh, The Huskies, by the way, are 14-1. 3-1 of the Big East, the only loss at Xavier. Just happened this past week. He's averaging 8.7, 6.1 rebounds a game. And, um, you know, he has maximized his minutes as well as anyone on this list. Uh, every time he's on the floor, okay, he's impactful. Huge body, comes from Bristol, Connecticut. Local kid, uh, really doing a great job for the Huskies uh, in the role that he's got. So it's really been great to see sort of a hidden gem emerge. So right off the bat, okay, the honorable mention names I had of Whitmore, Walker, Howard, and Mintz, they were all expected to have big-time impacts. On your list right now, Black, Wallace, and Jackson all expected to have big-time impacts. Lawyer and Klingon? Mm, no. We had no idea that they'd be this good this early. Um, so there's your 10 through 6. I've done my honorable mention. Um, you know, Murphy's going to ask for Clell as being best freshman in the Pac-12. Um, I thought about him as well. Uh, but again, not on a winning team right now and, uh, not playing on a team that's 
you know, in, in a position. Uh, and I will say this, maybe I'm not giving away too much here, but UCLA has got productive freshmen, but they're not in their top three or four even maybe where you'd say, okay, that player, uh, because you'd have to go Haquez, Clark, Campbell, that's your top three for UCLA. And, uh, you know, with their freshman class, they're, they're needed, they're having an impact, but it's hard to put a player in here you wouldn't say is in their top if, if they're not in the top three. All right, so let's go to five. And number five, Keontae George from Baylor. So the Bears are 10 and three overall, 0 1 in the Big 12 after losing at Iowa State. No shame in that. But Keontae George is playing his role well 15 a game. 4.3 rebounds, the one-two punch of George and Flagler, Adam Flagler, uh, has, you know, been solid for Baylor. Uh, I see no reason why, um, you know, he's not going to be, uh, you know, Big 12, you know, an all-Big 12 player. Will he be Big 12 freshman of the year? Hold that thought, because there's going to be a great race for that. Um, no question about that, but look, Keontae George came in with a lot of hype. He's producing. Why not? Uh, so I think Keontae George at number four is a legitimate location for him. Um, McDowell wants to know if Brandon Miller's age makes an unfair comparison to the other freshman. No, he's an unbelievable talent. I don't care how old he is. Uh, KP 42 says Klingon's not even getting that many minutes. And that's true. You know, so that's why it's even more of an uh of a plus that he's on a list like this because of how well he is producing all right let's go to number four another bit of a preseason surprise um kyle filipowski from duke blue devils are 11 and 3 2 and 1 in the acc had that loss at wake averaging 13.8 8.6 he's number one in scoring in the preseason the chatter at Duke, and I was there, you know, at the beginning of their practices, certainly was about Derek Lively and Derek Whitehead. Um, and it should have been. Those guys obviously came in with a lot of hype. There's huge upside for them for the NBA. But injuries have prevented them from reaching their potential so far. But Filipowski has been the constant for Duke. Uh, he's played great. And for John Shire, he's got a constant presence um, that you could argue has been incredibly impactful for them uh, and put them in a position where, you know, they're going to compete near the top of the ACC and get a decent seed. So, uh, you know, it's interesting. I see now the thing popping about Judah Mintz from Syracuse. So that'll be interesting. Okay, so right now, you've got two ACC players, Filipowski and Judah Mintz. And I'm sure the Syracuse faithful will say, well, how can Mintz not be ACC freshman of the year? Well, in my book, winning matters. And if Duke finishes ahead of Syracuse and Filipowski is still the leading scorer at Duke, how can you give it to Judah Mintz? And that's nothing against him. But the win-loss record should matter. So let's pause. We're up at four. It means we got the top three still to come here. Um, 
Dylan asks, thoughts on Bruce Thornton? Um, I love Bruce Thornton. He is a phenomenal talent. Uh, he reminds me of, uh, I'm going to go old school here. He reminds me of uh, um, John Bagley, who played at BC in the uh, 80s. Stocky, you know, just a really just quality player. Uh, already I'm getting, uh, you know, I should have, already I'm hearing about Noah Clowney. Um, and I think that's legitimate. Um, you know, that, that, that could be an omission on my part. He's averaging nine and eight freshman from Alabama. Um, you know, that certainly could have honorable mention, you know, let me do this. Let's add him right Can't have this whole list be SEC. By the way, the SEC freshman of the year race, it's going to be great. I mean, cause think about it. if Nick Smith ever comes back, you've got Smith, Black, Wallace, Jackson, right um clowny all right let's go to number three love this player bryce sensabaugh from ohio state ohio state 10 and 3 2 and 0 in the big 10 uh just throttled northwestern and they just uh they beat Rutgers at the end so sensabaugh is number one in scoring at 14.9 points a game He's a mismatch nightmare for opposing teams. Played really well. Had big shots against North Carolina in that overtime loss at the Garden. Um, you know, last year, there's a lot of parallels here. Malachi Branham sort of blossomed into a one and done. I think we're seeing the same thing with Bryce Sensabaugh. There is no reason in, that he is not going to be in position to go uh, to the NBA after one season. So, uh, tremendous start so far for Sensabaugh. Um, I think that there's no question that he is going to end up being um, a player who will compete for first team all Big Ten. First team all Big Ten. So I'm a huge Sensabaugh fan and I think everyone else will as well. Before you get to number two, um, Yes, Dakota Flowers, Noah Clowney gets overshadowed. And that is a fair assessment. I hear you. And I'm going to go over this list again. And we're going to, where he is now on the honorable mention. Legitimate. Okay. Um, at number two, Brady Dick, Kansas. 12 and 1 Kansas, 1 and 0 in the Big 12. They just knocked off Oklahoma State coming back. So Grady Dick's averaging 14.8, five rebounds a game, number two in scoring behind Jalen Wilson. And, you know, Grady Dick came into the season as known as a shooter, but he has done a little bit of everything for Bill Self. Um, who knows how long he'll stay at Kansas, but he has been a tremendous asset for a Kansas team that has the goods without a big time front line to compete for another final four and a national championship after winning it last season. Um, made a big shot in that champions classic victory uh, over Duke and really just has come into his own. And I think he's just going to going to continue to be uh, a major presence for the Jayhawks this season. Um, 
say what you want about Holtman. His recruiting class has been crazy. Uh, I agree. You know, you've got Sensabaugh Thornton. Uh, I love the pickups of uh, Akbara and Roddy Gale. Um, I just saw their, you know, this team in person a couple games in a row. So I, I think this is a team that could compete for the top of the Big Ten and win it. Case Wallace, how will he become a top five guy? Well, uh, certainly can if he can. Kentucky can play better. All right. The number one freshman in the country at this time, and I think this will hold, and he will make a push for National Player of the Year, Brandon Miller from Alabama. Brandon Miller is averaging 19.2 points a game, 8.8 rebounds. He's number one in scoring for the Tide. They're 11-2, and 1-0 in the SEC. They just won at Mississippi State. They've already knocked off two number one teams, uh, one at Houston, which I think is um, – you know, one of the top two road wins that any team has had so far. Um, so I would say that, you know, and they also beat North Carolina in four overtimes in Portland when they were number one. But Brandon Miller is an immense talent. Uh, you know, it's interesting in Portland when I saw them, you know, he got the, the hard hat uh, after their, I think it was their Michigan State win. And that was because, not because of his scoring, but how well he was playing defensively and just being an overall hardworking player for Nate Oates in that in that game. So they gave him the hard hat award and he put on like, you know, a little almost like a kid's hard hat. So, you know, that spoke volumes that Brandon Miller was getting that because we already knew he could be a scorer. Um, so Brandon Miller uh, is there's no question um, he is going to be, I think it, it's his it's his award to lose to be the national freshman of the year. And I, and I say this, you know, he really will be in the conversation for national player of the year and a first team, all uh, all American, um, you know, look in the NBA draft, um, you know, Henderson's probably two when, when Mayama is probably one, obviously while well, he is one. So the draft is going to start at three on down. Uh, after Wimbanyama and uh, Henderson. And Brandon Miller certainly could be three. Um, so, um, you know, there's no question that his talent is immense. And Alabama is going to have a great year because of his presence. And Noah Clowney. So you got big-time freshman class there. So two members of the Tide. So let's go over this one more time. Honorable mentions. Noah Clowney, Alabama, Cam Whitmore, Villanova, Jarris Walker, Houston, Jed Howard, Michigan, Judah Mintz, Syracuse. Top 10, Anthony Black, Arkansas, Cason Wallace, Kentucky, Fletcher Lawyer, Purdue, Gigi Jackson, South Carolina, Donovan Klingon, Yukon, Keontae George, Baylor, Kyle Philpkowski, Duke, Bryce Sensapaw, Ohio State, Grady Dick, Kansas, and Brandon Miller from Alabama. On January 3rd, that's your top 10 freshmen and five honorable mention. Debate it, digest it, do what you want. It's out there now for all of you to look at. Appreciate your time. We'll be back next Monday with a AP Top 25 reaction, where, by the way, little teaser, Purdue loses to Rutgers. I made this case on this platform. If Arizona beats Washington and Washington State this week, 
Arizona should be number one ahead of Houston, UConn, and Kansas, and Purdue, of course. Arizona's playing great. One loss at Utah right after Maui. Just uh, let that marinate. All right. Appreciate everyone. Happy New Year. Thanks for watching. When you're an American Express Platinum Card member, don't be surprised if you say things like, Chef, what course are we on? I've, I've lost count. Or, Shoot that! Shoot that! And even, Checkout's not until 4, so... Because the American Express Platinum Card offers access to exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants, elevated experiences at live events, and 4 p.m. late checkout at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. See how to elevate your experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Don't live life without it. Terms apply. Busy weekends are a breeze with American Express Platinum Card. 8 a.m., wait to board plane in the Centurion Lounge. <sighs> Much better. 2 p.m., grab seats for the game. 6 p.m., book an exclusive reservation with Resi Global Dining Access. Right this way. Because the American Express Platinum Card offers access to the Centurion Lounge, must-see live events, and exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants. See how to elevate your experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Don't live life without it. Terms apply.